0: So at the bottom of is The Mishnah says regarding hektish and Bezr Hashem. If you are here for Maseches Kedushin Bitzalel you Bezr Hashem be here for Mesaches Babasra. and you won't have to block me, Bezra Hashem, in Yerushalayim. Avinuya. And the Mishnah says as follows: Hamaktish Sodehu Pishas Hayovel. If a person's maktish is filled at the time of Yovel. So when Yeva was Nayeg the halacha is like this. How will you pay the, a field that you're you Your is your field. How will you paid your field? Naisin Bizara chaymer soirim Chamishim shakol Kasaf. For one field of a chaymer, you give fifty kasaf That's exactly it's a kasaf We're not gonna get into details. If you have a, the the amount of property that could plant a zara chaymer you're paid it with fifty kasaf That's the shear of how you're paid it let's say there were ditches that were 10 t'vachim deep, or a rock that was 10 t'vachim high, you can, it's not measured together with the field, and the field has to be plantable field, it's not enough that there's a ditch or a rock, it has to be something that's part of the field. If it's less than 10 t'vachim deep, then it's bottled to the field, and it's part of the field. We're going to see in a minute what this has to do with us. The guy was Makdish's field and he has a hole that's ten fachim deep. So we're saying it's not Kaddish, it's not part of the field. So it's not part of the field, but it should be considered like a separate individual field. You have a hole in your field, so you're right. It's not, it can't be planted together with the rest of the field, so it's considered separate. But it should at least have a Hashivas on its own, it should be Kaddish on its own, Maybe you'll tell me that if something's not a base core, it's not chashim enough. That's not true. It doesn't have to be a base core. A base core, a base chayim is the same thing. Why does the POSIC say SADE? The Pasuk says it has to be That's It's only if you did a chayim, which is 30 core. Tarkov, the khati tarkov, the filuroiva. How do you know if a guy's makdish even a drop of field? How do you know it's kadush? Minayan. Tamalaime sadh It says any sod is kaddish. So if I even if the hole is ten and deep. So it's not part of the field, but it should be kaddish on its own. It's a field on its own. my We're talking about that it's full of water, so you can't plant it. So it's not Roy to be a field, and therefore it doesn't have the alakis of a Kedusha, of a field. It's not, you can't plant there. I'll prove it to you. We compare a hole to a Sala. A Sala is a rock, you can't plant on it. A hole is obviously full of water, and therefore you can't plant on it. Period. We didn't get to what has to do with us yet. If it's full of water, so even less then ten t'vachim should also not be considered part of the field. You can't plant it. It's full of water. So why is it considered part of the field? If you have a small hole or a small rack, it's considered like the little uh, bumps and holes on the ground. It's considered like bottle to the ground. If it's ten t'vachim deep and it's full of water, it's not bottled to the ground. If it's less than ten t'vachim deep and it's full of water, it's bottled to the ground. That's the first. day. we're going to see in a minute what does do with us. Same thing regarding mecher. A guy who wanted to sell somebody a base core. There was a whole ten deep. It's not part of the field. If it's less than ten it is part of the field. Marek Rebbe said, when we're dealing with mecher, even if it's not full of water, Samil the halacha still stays the same, that it is considered not part of the field. So again, by hektish, it has to be full of water. By a mecher, even if it's not full of water, if it's ten z'fachim deep, it's not considered part of the field. Why? What's the z'faya? We're discussing real estate over here. Very important you say this. Something like this. No, real estate. Buy a hektish when you're in a field. If it's 10 t'vachim deep, if there's no water in there, even though it's 10 t'vachim deep, it's all included in a hektish. But when I'm coming to buy a property, I'm looking to plant potatoes in this property. I'm not interested that I have to bring my plow here and there. I have to go there and I have to go up. So, therefore, by a mecher, even if it's, ten tfachim, if it's ten tfachim deep, even if it's not full of water, the Allah is the mecher's nachal. It's not considered part of the field if it's ten tfachim deep. So, we have mecher and we have hektish. What about, Kedushin, a guy says, I'm going to show you a base core. Does it have to be full of water, like hektish? Or, and let's say you have a ten tfach a deep hole, does that hole have to be full of water to con- to be considered separate from the field and it doesn't count as a base core? Or not? Battle child? L'hektish, Mid-Amin, Allah? How do you look at it? Do you look at it like mech? You look at it like hektish. So, it's like, Mestavra, L'hektish, mid It's mistavra. we compare it to hektish. To he tells her, Ana, you're right, you don't want a field that you have to climb all the way down to get your potatoes, but you don't have to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm the husband, I'm going to do it, so by mecher, you're not interested in that, but by Kedushin, that's good enough for me, as long as there's enough field here to plant a base core of potatoes, that's good enough for me, even though it's ten fucking deep, but still I don't care, if it's full of water, not, nah. but if it's not full of, if, if, if it's full of water, it's not good, but if it's not full of water, even if it's ten fucking deep. The woman does not care, because the husband will have to schlep and not her. to Mishnah, <inaudible> Reb Meir, Oye Meir, Kol Tanai, She'ein Oye Ketanai, B'nei Goda, B'nei Ruven, Enei Tanai. Reb Meir holds, any time you make a Tanai, you have to double the Tanai. Like Tanai, B'nei Goda, B'nei Ruven, if you do this, yes. <inaudible> if you don't do this, no. It's called Tanai, Koffer, we had this many times. You have to double over the Tanai. Like B'nei Goda, B'nei Ruven, Shalem Avayim Raleim Im Yavu Bnei Gad Bnei Ruvain Oksavim Lo Yavu Chalutzim The Meish spoke out Yes and No So you see you always have to speak it out That's a Meish Shita Chanim Galil Loim No Chanim Galil says No It's You You don't have a Raya from Bnei Gad Ruvain They have to speak it out Why Tzarin Chadav Alaim The Meish had to speak out both Stadam Why Shalemalei Kain Yesh Bemashma Shafilu Beretz Kenan Lo Yin Chalutz very interesting Shaila Let's say Bnei Gada Bnei Ruvain would not have went over, would not have fulfilled the Tanai. What would have happened? We don't know. Maybe if they don't fulfill the Tanai, they get a k'nas and they don't get anything. They don't get Eretz eretz Yadin. They don't even get an Eretz k'nan. They get nothing. So therefore, the reason why Meshach Benu had to speak out, bold stun them at the Tanai, is not because you need Tanai Kafl. Zagdev, you don't need Tanai The reason why he had to say, if you don't cross over, you'll get... Together with you, Barrett's Qanan, is because if you're not going to speak that out, you're not going to know what's going to happen. Let's the Itaka don't cross over. What's going to happen? So, therefore, they had to speak out the Tanai. When I make a Tanai with a woman, I'm going to have to speak out both Tanam. We know exactly what I'm talking about. But by B'nai Gadame Ruvain, they had to speak it out because, or else we wouldn't know what's going to happen if they don't cross the Yadr. That's what Chimukum Le'el So, our mayor holds you always have to speak out both sides of the Tanai. Chimukum says, You don't. And over there was a special reason. Right? What's your idea from Benegadim and Over there, my Shabbino had to speak it out because if he wouldn't have spoken out, we wouldn't know what, the, what would have what, what's, what's going to happen if they don't cross the Yarden. If the pasuk's not coming for tonight, kafful, the pasuk should say as follows: If they don't cross. The The pasuk should just say they'll get an Ahuza together with you, which means in Eretz Kanaan, they'll still get an Eretz Kanan. They won't get an Eretz Kanaan. They'll still get an Eretz Kenan if they don't cross. The Eretz Canaan Lamali. Why does the Torah have to stress Eretz Kanan. Shmamino tonight kafel. Obviously the extra words Eretz Kanan, is coming to tell you tonight kafel who is coming to tell you that you need tonight kafel. So this is Ramirez makar. For I would have thought that when the Pasuk says maybe it means in Gilad, which is a very Maybe the do not get a piece at all in Eretz Kanaan. Meaning if they don't cross over, you'll give them a small piece in Eretz Gilead. You'll give them a small piece in Avery Gilead. But in Eretz Canaan, if they don't cross over, they won't get. So the Tiger has to stress the Eretz Canaan to tell you, to tell you if you don't cross over, you'll still get a piece in Eretz Canaan. But again, you have no right to tonight, Koffel. You it, have to speak it out to know what we're going to do if they don't cross over. Rab Meir says, doesn't have to say the words barat kanan If it just says, it obviously would mean that if B'nei, God B'nei Rubin do not cross over, they will get an equal piece like everybody in Eretz kanan So let's get clear. What was the tonight? The tonight was if they do cross over, they're going to get Eretz If they don't cross over, then they're going to split like everybody else, Eretz kanan and Aver HaYardin. So Ramiyar says, why does the Torah have to speak out Barrett's Eretz Canaan? Obviously, to teach you that you need tonight kaffel. Chumigalil says the reason why it "Barrett's Eretz Canaan because or else you wouldn't know what's going to happen if they don't cross. Where do they get? Maybe they only get in Eiver Yarden, meaning you'll split Eiver Yarden into twelve pieces. Get Gadim will get each a small tiny piece, and Eretz Canaan they're shut out because they didn't cross. That's why the Torah has to say "Barrett's Canaan, not for tonight kaffel to tell you what's going to happen if they don't cross. This is the Machleikas. You saw this Correct. Yes. 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 Now it wouldn't be Eretz Yisrael, but everyone would have gotten that piece. Yes. That's what, it belonged to Clay, so they would have gotten it. Everyone would have gotten it. It's, it's, I'm making it a little simpler. There's a big tumble on showing him how to learn this Gemara. My Shver told me, I don't want to smoosh too much. My Shver told me, if everyone knows of Simcha Maimon, Simcha Maimon is a grace of God. grace of God. Meshmer told me he was once sitting in Achva. Simcha Maimon sat down next to him and said, come! I want to explain to you the tonight, but I got to be moving. And he sat down and he cheshed out this entire Gemara. Very, very close. It's a little bit more complicated than the way we're making it. This is the way we're going to explain it to keep it simple. Tanya. What's the comparison to what I'm trying to say? Person splitting his nechasm amongst his sons. Umar, he says as follows, So two sons get at certain fields. And the third guy should give 200 zus and he'll get and he'll get Sada and he spoke out, if he doesn't give the Messiah, he's going to be Yerish with his brothers in the other Nechassim. This is all i going to be go talking. Who is Geyem, this guy, to still get a piece? If he doesn't give it 200 Zuz, who is him to still get a piece in the other Because the father spoke out, if he doesn't give it 200 Zuz, he'll still get in the other That's why he got so Mayel is giving this mushal to show that you have to actually speak it out. Because if you don't speak it out, we're not gonna know what's gonna happen if the guy doesn't give Messiahim Zos. the is not exactly Midduktik. The is not exactly to the Mishnah. In our Mishnah, Rabbi Gunil says that if you don't speak out, you're going to think that they don't even get an Eretz Kanaan. Meaning in our mission, it sounds like, if Moshe Rabbeinu wouldn't have spoken out, they wouldn't have got. there's talking, they wouldn't have gotten Eretz Kanaan, they wouldn't have gotten every they, 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 they wouldn't have gotten anything. The reason why they had to speak out, because or else, they wouldn't have gotten anything. In our mission, in this brisa, it sounds, V'alcha Ketani, Mi Goyam Lirish Im Echav Bishar Nechasim, over here, it sounds like the midrash is only sharnuchasim. It sounds like the kfel is only for Sharnachasim. not for the old thing. We have a problem. What was the gamliel's Did he mean to say that if Moshebene wouldn't have spoken it out, they wouldn't have gotten at all, or did he mean to say if Moshebene wouldn't have spoken out, they would have only gotten in Eiverayadin, in the other part that they were originally wanted to get, but Avad and the rest? Maybe they would not have gotten. So again, the clan, what was the point? B'chim G'lil said, you have to speak out the other side. What did he mean? If you don't speak it out, does it mean that he wouldn't have gotten at all? Or does it mean that they wouldn't have gotten in Eretz Canaan, but they would have gotten in Eretz Canaan? And that's the Gemara's kasha. The Moshe sounds like they would have gotten Eretz The Mishnah sounds like they wouldn't have gotten at all. So the like kasha we had a conversation at the top of the Yom. Reb Meir asked, Lechayret shouldn't say the words Be'aretz Canaan. That was Amir's kasha. It shouldn't say the words Be'aretz Canaan. Meir says, no, it has to say Be'aretz Canaan because or else you would think that they're going to get in Eretz Hayadin, once, once Rabbi Meir asked this kasha, that Khaninim Gamliel was forced to say that they'll still get in Eivar Ayyad. meaning, Meaning, in Eretz Kedon, they're not going to get Originally, when M'chadim Gugliel came to the table, he said, May Gugliel had to speak it out. If he doesn't speak it out, they're not going to get it all. That's originally what M'chadim G'lil said. But Rameir came along and said, Why does Tiger have to say Eretz You don't need the words Eretz Kedon. Therefore, M'chadim Gugliel was forced to change his sheita and say that if M'chadim Gugliel wouldn't have spoken out the other side, they wouldn't have gotten in Eretz Kanaan. Ever Yadin, they would have gotten. Eretz Kanaan, they wouldn't have gotten. And that's what it has to say Eretz Kanan. It's not Nigel this achal it's just what Rabbi Hanim Gamliel's kasha under a mayor was. Khanim Gamliel says that if you don't speak it out, they wouldn't have gotten. What does it mean they wouldn't have gotten? Doesn't mean they wouldn't have gotten at all. That's what the Mishnah says. Before a mayor had any maso matan, it meant they wouldn't have gotten at all. Once a mayor spoke out, it does not say Barat's Canaan. Now, Chabnikam changed his strategy. and Now, he said, if you would, if Maishah wouldn't have spoken out Vim Yavru, you wouldn't have, think, you would have thought that they don't get Barat's Canaan. But, if, they they, if, if Maishah wouldn't have spoken out V'ymloi Yavru, then you would have thought they don't get Barat's Kanan, but they do get in avariad. Yad. So, let's get clear. just tell us over clear. No? So let's get clear. Do you need tonight Kaful or do you not? Are you listening? Do you need tonight Kaful or not? According to mayor, the reason why repeated the Tanai was because you need tonight Kaful. According to Amar, the reason why he repeated the Tanai, because or else you would think that they don't get a peace in Eretz Canaan. But now that you spoke out, you know that even if they don't cross, they will still get a peace in Eretz Canaan. Samach Aleph Ahmed Beis, 21 lines down from the top. Today's Sheer is sponsored by our anonymous Parnas HaChaydesh. Our anonymous a Azizchus for Brach and Hatzlach. And our Parnas HaShir is in honor of Moshe Shmiel. No, I'm sorry, I read it wrong. It's Wednesday through Thursday, Friday. Parnas HaShir, sponsored anonymously as a for the Yudin in Eretz Yisrael. May our commitment to Teirah be a for us <coughs> and all of Klal Yisrael. Oyer <coughs> in with an Aleph, and Oysher with an Ayin, to our Anonymous Parnas Hashir, and to our Anonymous Parnas HaChaydesh, and to their Mishpachis, L'Oyrech, Yom Tavim Zak the Gemara, we are discussing a machlaikis, if you need tanai kafal or not. Is there a chiv, every time you make a tanai, do you need a tonight kafal or not? And the Gemara is going to give a few examples. Bish meyer, it's actually a Pasuk that we're going to read tomorrow, for those that are going to be listening to Kriya Satayur. and for those that are not going to be listening, we're also going to read it tomorrow. The Pasuk says, imtaytiv seis, vim loisaytiv, La Pesach HaTesarev. It's I have to say, both stadim? Makes sense, according to Amir. Why do you I have to say, both stadim? Sa'al, Dechamina, you would think, Im Teitiv Agra, if you do good, you get Sechar. Im Lo'i loy agro If you don't do good, it's Parav. There's no Sechar, and there's no Din, and you're not punished. Kamash malan. that's what the Rebbe was telling. Kayan. if you do good, Sechar, if you don't do good, punishment, and therefore the Torah has to repeat both stade. That's the first According to Rav Meir, when, when Avram was talking to Eliezer, he repeated both sides of the equation. If she wants to go, yes. If she doesn't want to go, Az If the girl does not want to come back with you, as why did the have to, repeat both, why did Avram have to repeat both sides of the equation? <inaudible> you would think, if she wants and they don't want, you bring her against their will. No, she has to want also. That's what the Torah says, specifically, uh, that, I'm sorry, they have to want also. That's what the Torah repeats the other side of the equation. If they don't want, then... You're in so you don't have to bring her. What does they have to say if the woman doesn't want? Maybe she's not masking and they're masking. Maybe we should force her to come. That's what the Pussek says. They have to tell you that she has to be masking and they have to be masking. The Torah says both sides of the equation. Why do you have to say both? Maybe it's pareve. No, the other way is punishment. Both them if you listen. Good. If you refuse, on the other way. If you don't eat tonight, careful. why does the Torah have to speak up? Maybe it's just parif, not tarif, not ra. That's why the Torah has to say both sides of the coin. And then once we're explaining, we're ending off. The Pasuk says, which sounds like you will be eat. You will eat cherev. You will eat swords. You will eat something that's uh, dangerous. What does that mean? Amarava milcha galonisa, It means like uh, salt, uh, thick salt, nama desari akusha and hard barley bread ubitzali and onions together. The Amar Mar pass poor nichareva dried out bread bemelech with salt and with onions kashim legush leguf kecharavus. It's very not healthy for the body. And that is what they had to eat if they don't listen to the rabbi shalom. Bishma Bukhanim, I'm not going be If you were not Mizanah, if you were not Mizana, you will be clean, you will not be punished from the Mayyamar. Allah mayor, you should have to say both stadium of the equation, if not, and if yes. So it should say, with a ches, that you will die, that the woman will die. According you have to speak it out. according to Amir, you should have to speak it out. Amrev Tanchom, Hinaki Ksiv. It says, without a yud, and if there's no yud in the word Hinaki, so sometimes a he and a ches can be interchangeable, and therefore we could Hinaki and Hinaki at the same time, and well, that's how we Darshan, it's from the fact that it doesn't say Yud. we Darshan both sides of the coin. There goes the second bell, and this is the second to last day of the month, it is Chav, what? Okay, what should I do? They rang the first bell. Chav, he rang it, he rang it before. Chav Ches, Tishrei, Tav Shin, peidaler, and this Schos of today's Liman is to our anonymous partner aschir as a to the yidden eretz israel and our partners achayidesh as a for bracha and atzlocha. So to that's the gemara's answer that it says it's is chinaki according to Rameh. So if I had my chinaki. That's why it says chinaki without a yud to be miram is This concept that, that's, that makes sense. <laughs> why does it have to say Hinaki without a Yud? It never has to say both sides of the equation. So why does it have to be Miramis? The concept of Hinaki. It's not necessary. It's hinaki. If you were at Mizani, you'll be clean. You won't have Hinaki. You won't have Hinaki. you just over in Iser, but you won't get punished. It won't be so serious. Kamash So the tiger has to make this remez of Hinaki to tell you both sides of the equation. So again, it's a discussion. When, do, do we have to say both t'adim? But sometimes, according to everybody, you have to say both t'adim in order to make sure we understand the ramifications of the situation. This is talking about parah aduma. It's the today. He has to be mischate on the third day and the seventh day, yitar, if he does it, he will be tar. If he is not mischata, then he will not be tar. It makes sense. After people's to repeat both sides of the coin. Why do you have to say both? Just say, if you do it on the third and the seventh day, you'll get a, you'll get a uh, tahara. And you'll know automatically that if you don't do it, you don't. You would think the mitzvah is on the third and the seventh. Even if you do one of them, maybe it works. Maybe you don't need, maybe it's not ma'akiv to do both days. So therefore the Torah has to stress, no, you have to do both days in order to be able to get the tahara And that's what the Torah says, both stardom and the coin. Why does the Torah have to repeat that the Torah was maza on the tame on the third and the seventh day? It's the the third day excludes the second day. Shvi and the sixth day include the seventh day includes excludes the sixth day. Meaning you have to do it on the third and the seventh. You can't do it on the second and the sixth. Why? To come and be made tahara because you're minimizing the days of tahara. You need seven days of tahara. If you're going to do azan two and six, you're going to be missing the days of tahara. Maybe that's. What the pasuk is excluding? Avol heicha do avad bishlishi uvishmini. Let's say a guy does on the third day, and on the eighth day to kamafish bimei tahara, he's increasing a mei tahara. He's making the person wait another day. Eimashaperedomi kamashmalan. That's what the Torah has to repeat. Beimashlishi ubeimashvi to tell you, it has to be specifically beimashlishi ubeimashvi. Vechitai beimashvi lamali. Why does Torah have to say another pasuk vechitai beimashvi? You would think it's only for but for maybe, which is more kuladik, cool maybe you should not need it. Kamash malan. So, be Any time the tire repeats something, there's a very specific reason why it's repeating it. Generally speaking, the tire would only have to say one side of the coin, according to Mechinim Amliel. Sometimes the tire says both to make sure you understand all ramifications of the din that we are discussing.